This podcast may contain questionable language, will contain spoilers, and we'll see Steve a little quieter than usual. Hello everybody and welcome to episode, I forgot, what is it? 103. 103. 103 of Movie Show. A little bit nervous tonight, mate. Um, yeah. <laughs> a little bit off your stride, are you? I'm Steve. I'm Mark. And I'm Luke. You are? It's Nerf Man Luke. Nerf Man Luke. Yeah, is, is that yes. what, should I be uh, nervous then? Yes. Why should I be nervous? Why is that? Why? Because we're armed. <laughs> I saw that, right? Okay, so I came out, it looks like something out of, what can we say, like Waco? Or Rambo. You know what it is? It's not Rambo. We've got some... What I can only describe as some plastic guns on the side and some, like, uh, camo. Is there some camo over there? There's a little bit of camo. Is there? And some, like, nerf. So what you're saying is not that scary, then, yeah? <laughs> well, so there's no reason, <laughs> for example, that you wouldn't mind playing a game of it. Yeah. Well, I'm not going to run around your garden tonight. No. got to be honest. Yeah. In, like, what they call it? You don't gilly- have to run around. You just stay still. I'll oh, shoot no. you. <laughs> right, okay. Gilly suit. Is it gilly suit? Yeah, I've gilly. been yeah, watching. Yeah. I've been watching on uh, on YouTube. You've been watching the Mustang guy, haven't you? <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I've been watching him basically shooting people in the face and then them getting the ump. Yeah. So, yeah been... Happens quite regularly. Yeah, does it's it? It's fun, yeah. Okay. Is that, that would explain a lot, looking at you. Yeah. If, I'm well, if you're going to aim for anything, aim for the head. <laughs> I would yeah, okay. There's other things that I'd aim for, but uh, to put well, a Well, people with normal size heads, <laughs> we'd aim for the head, you're one. <laughs> yeah. <Best of> luck. <laughs> Definitely a body shot, mate. <laughs> Best of luck, that would be a good shot. Well, anyway, hello, Luke. Hello. How are you, mate? I'm very good, mate, thank you. Yeah. Very good, yeah. A bit hot. Oh, yeah? It's hot a bit hot, yeah. yeah. My sauna, my Swedish sauna. <laughs> well, you ain't put your air conditioning yet, which is... no. It really is like a sauna. Yeah. It looks like one. It does, don't it? Scandinavian <laughs> sauna. Floating <laughs> on, I'll put some naked. more water Please on. Please don't get naked and put a towel on. That's <laughs> <just> not... <laughs> um, yeah, so it's, it's good to finally meet you. Yeah, nice to meet, meet you, mate. Um, you're Mark's friend. Oh, yeah. friend. Oh, that's our friends. Yeah. So you're going to gang up on me a little bit. I mean, the, the question I want to ask you, right, yep. what is Mark actually like at Airsoft? I say Airsoft, Nerfing, sorry. Nerfing. Because everybody I know thinks he would be... Running along, arms flailing, finding a little quiet hole to cry in. Oh no, mate! He's um, he, he finds his little place. He sits there and he defends it with his life. He's a camper. Yeah. I'm yeah, obsessed mate. with the bridge. Oh, he I? is obsessed with the bridge. Oh, there's yeah. like a there's a there's a like a man-made bridge that they've done over this um over this little creek. And the first time we went, he literally stayed there the whole day. He would not let anyone get near it. Do you know who would hate you at that? <laughs> mm. Lee. He plays um Call of Duty on the on, oh. on the computer, and they have people called campers. And they're the most hate. Mark people is a camper. You yeah. yeah, you're a camper. Yeah, <laughs> fuck. He's proud in of all it. aspects of life, mate. <laughs> I come over the radio. Go, Mark, Mark. Where are you, mate? I need a bit of help. Oh, I'm just at the bridge. Right. But there's no one there, That's mate. My That's my bridge, mate. But there's no one there. We've got the bridge. Yeah, I'm just at the bridge, though. Yeah, <laughs> he's just like the bridge. Um, honestly, Lee would hate you. Um, so, yeah, so tell us a little bit about yourself, Luke, other than uh, nerfing. Don't talk any more nerfing. That's it. No more nerfing. <laughs> Are you nervous? No, no, not at all. <laughs> Bored. <laughs> um, yeah, I mean, well, I, I live up the road from Mark. Sorry about that. <laughs> Someone's going, they? Uh, got three kids. Have you? Yeah, yeah, three daughters. Three of them, mate. Yeah, explains a little bit. Explains a little bit. Oh, mate, yeah, I need just I need every now and again just need a a bath in testosterone. Hence why I go and you know run around a field with a bunch of men. Well, when you say it like that, it sounds a bit. (laughs) (laughs) I told you, camping, mate. No, um, yeah, so I've got three, three beautiful daughters. Um, Got a lovely missus. Well, I say missus. I ask her to be my missus, and she. Reluctantly not now. agreed. You're not doing it now, are you? No. Oh, no, right, no, okay, no, no. shit. Our, our first <laughs> movie drawing wedding, mate. Yeah. <laughs> going to uh, get you to marry us, mate. <laughs> <laughs> Best of luck with that. Best of luck with that. <laughs> no, she, uh, she reluctantly said yes last year at her, her birthday. I, I sort of killed two birds with one stone. Congratulations. Good Thank job. you. I, I Keep them cheerful. Yeah, mm-hmm. that's it. That's it, mate. Well, listen, I saved money because I arranged the second proposal on the um, on her 30th birthday. So, Good job. Yeah, Good job. Didn't I have did. to throw a... Pretty much the same. I uh, proposed a deal on a works Christmas do. Did you? In London. <laughs> you smoothie. <laughs> so that they paid for the uh, the suite. Oh, uh, nice. In the hotel. Yeah, yeah. So, true story. I like it. Yeah, Money saving expert. <laughs> <laughs> um, excellent. Right, so we get into a bit more of your psyche mm. as we go through the episode. Um, very nice to meet you, though. 
No, nice to meet you too, Mark. Mark's friend. <laughs> Mark, how you been, mate? I've been all right, mate. Been a week of broken people this week. Have it? Yeah, got one broken kid. Right. Broken arm, two places. Smashing. I mean, I'm trying not... I'm not going to laugh. I mean, it's horrible. Yeah, yeah. Well, then I've now got broken missus. Because, like, she's really worried about the kids. Right. Obviously. So one can't do anything. One's an absolute hyperball of energy. Right. Don't mix well, mate. <laughs> she, that, she, is that why you locked yourself in here? Yeah, well, she... she Basically got a break from the kids for the first time since lockdown. Grandparents had them. One hour, 15 minutes they lasted before they broke her. Up the hospital. <laughs> I, I actually thought, when you mentioned uh, to me, I actually, and I, I say thought, I sort of, in a little way, horribly hoped that it was the trampoline that you'd put together <laughs> so that we'd have like a really good story. Yeah. And I'm not being horrible. I wouldn't want her to break her arm. But seeing as she'd already done it, yeah. I sort of hoped that it was your fault. Not my fault, mate. I'm innocent. Damn Innocent. It. But yeah, then today we've had someone else break themselves at work. Have you? Ambulances and everything. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Their knee's not in a good way. Oh, really? No. Oh, it wasn't I like the finger off story. No, I sort of went to stand on something that weren't there, mate. Oh, no. Yeah. There's um, a common occurring theme here, though, that you've been present at both. Mm, it's good, isn't it? <laughs> I, wonder if you fa- I wonder if you fainted every time. Can you imagine? <laughs> you start faint, see the blood or the knee out. Yeah, no, just been broken people all around me. Oh. Yeah, I'm all right, though. How's your week been? <laughs> it's all right, mate. Yeah, yeah, not too bad. I haven't really done a lot. The only thing I've done is alphabetised my uh, Blu-rays okay. for some reason. I just cool. decided... I think it was because I saw yours last week. I've not done them yet, have I? Why not? We were inviting people around, right? Yep. Movie Drone HQ. It's supposed to be like uh, what film is all about. Yeah. And you've got that that there. That. Yeah. yeah. Sort it out. Sorry, What do you mate. think, Luke? That's a disgrace, isn't it? Yeah, I'm a little bit let down, mate, if I oh, yeah. must be honest. Yeah. Why I did think we... I did think you'd have... Uh, you know, a lot more going on in here. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> it's still bare bones at the moment. It's still bare bones. I'm getting there. Bear with. And what's with all the guns and that? Why, why have we got them all Well, we're going there soft Sunday. Oh, are you? Yeah, we're going shooting people. Oh, yeah? Yeah. Oh. So I'm getting my armoury ready, making sure I've got all my equipment. Well, at least that you don't run around next to each other. You'll be socially distancing under your fucking yeah. bridge, won't you? Yeah, so. I'll be under my bridge, <laughs> hiding from the fucking sun because the heatwave decided to turn up this weekend. Terrific. Very nice. Okay. Well, there you go. Yeah. All right. That yeah. it then. That's it, mate. Do you want to move on? Then, yeah. Mate? Let's okay. do it. Got any thanks this week? Absolutely. So we got thanks to Glyn, Emmett Verbal Diorama, Lisa, The Doctor Squeeze Show, Podcast HQ, Ram the One Half Pub, Blickface, Right Stuff Reviews, What Should We Watch, Forza Crowd, Fat Drunk and Stupid, Prime TV, Collateral Cinema, Lewis Rain, Beautiful, Geekdom Fancast, to Luke, Movie Geek and Proud, and Chronicles. It's Luke on there. He is Luke. Luke on there. Was he on there? Yeah. Okay. I mean, I switched off for a minute. So I don't normally do. But, uh, good, good, Luke. Well done. Well done. Coming on. Got it sorted. Well done. Okay, so I've got some special thanks this week to people who have gone that extra mile with uh, mentions, tags and follows on Twitter. So it's Jill Cassie, VHS Strikes Back, Save by His Grace 72, Jamie Russell, Jamie Irwin, Cinema Recall, Sean Panda Nicholson, Emma at the Movies, Mike Mike and Oscar, Okajura Parleyawa, New Rock Spirits, WTM Watch This Movie and Mr. Positivity. Movies on the way and Ryan L. Terry. Well, wow, mate. So thank you very much to everyone. There. Almost got through that without yeah, fucking it, it up. Yeah, it's the heat. <laughs> it's the heat. Um, okay, so uh, I've got a promo. Well, listen, it's brand new. Absolutely, mate. Mr. Positivity Wolfie T here to tell you about the Positively Wolfie podcast, where we provide unqualified commentary on allegedly real news. Join me and a co-host as we provide a non-serious take on silly, strange, or just plain dumb news headlines and stories. Look for me on Twitter at PositivelyWolf1 and find the Positively Wolfy podcast on your favorite podcast app and subscribe today. There we go. So that is the Positively Wolfy podcast with Mr. Positivity. He's got some time on his hands, hasn't he? (laughs) I don't think they're actually able. I think they're working from home. So a bit like other people like Lee, who's working from home, like literally doing nothing. Um, I think Mr. Positivity must be doing exactly the same. Lee is doing something. What? Killing campers. (laughs) in Call of Duty I think he's only allowed to go on it for a couple of hours in the evening is he yeah yeah I think so because he takes up like the family telly but there you go so I listened this afternoon yeah it's good so did I listen to a bit of it did you yeah good I love his bluntness he goes to the point doesn't he (laughs) I don't fuck about no so maybe we'd get a chance to go on one day and like go from like we'd do the East Kent Gazette News stories. There's been some good ones today. Has there? I saw it, yeah. Guess the emojis. Right. So you had to guess all the emojis and guess what towns they were in Kent. Oh, really? Which, considering, like, you know the towns in Kent, wasn't that difficult. <laughs> okay. Excellent. Right. All right. So listen to the Positively Wolfie podcast. Mm. 
Right, okay, so uh, on to... Are you going to like this? You're not going to like this. uh, um, I did give you an option Mm. um, before we started recording that I'd let you off doing an impression in front of your friend (laughs) Um, if you, either one of you, took some airsoft shots to either the testicles or the bum. Um, But you would rather do the impression. See, it's not that bad, is it? Well, I was talking about this with the missus when I told her what I was doing. And she was like, Jesus, that's scraping, isn't it? And I was like... Oh, yeah, we're scraping so hard, there's a leak in the barrel now. <laughs> we scrape through the bottom of the barrel, there's a leak. I've got to be honest, I haven't really looked for any, so I will look for some more. Um, I must admit, when I got it through, uh, it does sound like it's going to be... Bad. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So you'd you'd rather do the impression than take an ass off to the nuts? I'd rather do neither if it was right. at all possible. <laughs> okay. I mean, for comedic value, I think both. Right. All right, okay. <laughs> I mean, Luke, you can take the ass off to the next one. Well, no, well, yeah. We've both been there and done that. Yeah, yeah. I think yeah. it's, um, yeah, there's only one person in this room that hasn't done that. Yeah. yeah. I mean, yes. I'm, not, I'm not trained in, <laughs> in, in there. So not trained how to take the fall. Yeah. <laughs> so you'd rather do the impression then? I'd, I'd say I'd rather do an even more. Okie dokie, Luke, get ready for this. Try not to look him in the eye, right? This is Mark's movie impression for episode 103. And this, oh, weirdly, I mean, this is when <laughs> Agent Smith. <laughs> From the Matrix, met Lassie. <laughs> See what I mean, scraping, mate. Now. You ready? No eye contact, Luke. I'm going to be honest with you. I hate this place, this reality, whatever you want to call it. <laughs> <laughs> it gets better. There's more to it. I can't stand it any longer. I feel saturated by it. I can taste your stink. <laughs> It's repulsive, isn't it? I must get out of here. I'd like to share a revelation that I've heard during my time here. It came to me when I was trying to classify your species. I realized that you're not actually mammals. Every mammal on the planet in... Long this bit, isn't it? Longer than I thought you would. <laughs> Every mammal on this planet instinctively develops a natural equilibrium with the surrounding environment. But you dogs do not. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> oh, fuck's sake! I'm gonna enjoy killing you. Yeah, I thought it. Let's go. Crack on. Yeah, that's Lassie. <laughs> Fucking Jesus! Oh, the funniest thing is, right? Yeah. When you go to airsoft at the weekend, Luke will be able to tell that story. Yes. Yeah, he's yeah. Sat there. Oh, terrific! He'd be able to play it to him <laughs> as well. It's some old one. Let's all scab around. If you had to go, Mark, Mark, do your lassie, do your lassie. <laughs> oh, fuck, like I say, mate, if you want to spend some time and come up with some, yeah. you oh, do that. Yeah. Okay, no worries, mate. No worries. Right, okay, do you want to move on, guys? Let's do that. This is the Movie Drone Wall of Shame. There we go. So, Wall of Shame time for uh, for this episode. So, uh, did we change last Oh, you put yourself on, didn't yes, you? Yes, mate. Fuck yes. the job up again, yep. didn't you? Yes, yeah. I did. Um, I mean, we'll find out in a minute if you fuck the job up again this week. Obviously, I've not been forgiven. Didn't get a like, didn't get a retweet, didn't get nothing, mate. No acknowledgement. So I've proper fucked not? up there, yeah. I think she's been busy. Rather be busy than angry. <laughs> you so, just don't know. That's no. a part of her ploy. You just don't know. busy. She's a teacher. Okay, so uh, it's my turn to challenge this week. Mm-hmm. Yeah? What are you well, going for, mate? I'm going for the one and only Mr. Positivity Wolfie T. Mm. I mean, we played his promo. Yeah. Listened to his podcast. Yeah. God needs to return a favour, doesn't he? How come, right? Everyone else has to do it as a favour and I have to do it as punishment. <laughs> <laughs> I'm the only one who gets punished out of this. Everyone else is like, oh, you've been nice to us. Okay, punishment. So when we gave it to, we gave it to WTM Watch This Movie, didn't we? We and did. Eric to do all the work. Mm-hmm. Um, and Mr. P did nothing. Sat back. He did, indeed. Took so the glory. Uh, so yeah, we're challenging uh, Mr. Positivity Wolfie T for a question Good next call, mate. week, please. Right, okay, moving on. Mm. Okay, this is the next section. This is the section that we like to call... Question time. Question time. Question time. Time for the question. Question time. Question time. Time for the question. Question time. I thought I was going to fuck you up again then. Yeah, you did. Yeah, yeah. Dummy Eddie listening to that last week. Well done. Well done. Do you like your singing there, Luke? No. Have you seen him sing live? No, no, but probably I want for to the now. best. Probably for the best, mate. <laughs> probably for the best. That's the bit every week when I'm you in the have, car, mate. I have to turn yeah. down. You have. You're lucky enough to have I've seen, seen the you, I've seen you clear a pub in yeah. like five minutes when you Good came on. Good, weren't we? 
Yeah, brilliant. Still got paid though, mate. <laughs> right, okay. So, uh, mate, you put yourself on the wall of shame. Uh, did you come up with a question? I did. Of course I did, mate. I've just simply put, you are asked to pitch some torture traps for a new Saw film. What devices have you designed? Yes, you did. Begging. People begging me to let me answer this one. Okay. I've actually got other... But yeah, people are like, oh, I'm a sadistic motherfucker. Let me come up with some <laughs> ideas. <laughs> All right, then. So uh, what are we going to do? Are we going to go round uh, or are you going to do the guest ones first? Should I do some guest ones first? If you want. Right, so Miles. Might he doesn't you... seem like the sort. Oh, no. I said how sadistic you're feeling today. And really? he... he was like, oh, come up with an idea and was like, can you read that one out? I was like, yeah, of course. That's my illusion shattered of like a lovely person, Mike Stand. Do you know what I mean? I forgot to say, actually, Miles is the one who came up with the idea for the impression. Was it? Yep. This one today? Yep. Blame him. (laughs) Right. He thought it was good. Wasn't. Um, So anyway, so he says, you're strapped standing up with one leg free. A wire is pulling putting pressure from your shoulders and pulling you backwards, slowly snapping you in two. The only way to stop the machine is to use your free leg and jam your foot between two cogs. If the machine stops for five minutes, it releases you. Right. You like that one? Yeah, I mean, it's nice. You know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> I mean they what... get worse, mate. Trust me. Do they? Oh, the missus. Really? She, yeah, she she quite enjoyed this okay. one. Right, right, so this is for, shall we say, a sex offender trap, basically. And I was like, I can't say that. But that's what she's gone for. So she's gone for basically, you've got your tongue. So they've clamped your tongue and your tongue's being pulled out. And to stop this, you've got to cut off a particular appendage and put it into some scales, but you've got to cut it off with child scissors. Or what those, what those nubbly ones. <laughs> the nubbly ones, right. yes. Because you've, you've got to hack at it to get it off. <laughs> and right. I was like, that's dark. I thought mine were bad. <laughs> yeah. Mine are all right. Mine are all right. Shall we go back to normal people yeah. now? <laughs> yeah. Do you want to go first, mate? Let's I see. don't mind. I don't mind. Go on, let's see the quality you've got. I, I mean, I haven't really put much thought into this one, mate. I've got to be honest, no. So um, I've got, you, you've got a horse in front of you, right? <laughs> <laughs> Where's this going? Okay. Yeah. And there's like a towel on a spinner and the spinner gets closer to the horse's nuts. Right. And then it starts flicking its nuts. Someone's strapped behind it. Yeah. Right. And you're at an angle where the horse, when it starts kicking, will start to kick your legs and that. And then your chair moves until the end, and it kicks you in the face. Okay. Right. No chance of escape on that one, then, no? Well, no, I didn't really think of that. <coughs> right, okay. I've just realised that I haven't actually given any anyone a out. chance of no. getting out. Okay. <laughs> so yours are just, like, untraceable ones where yeah. your people die. I think so. I think okay. I might have fucked that up a little bit. That's yeah. all right. <laughs> it works, mate. It's original. I've never heard of that one. Go on, Luke. Um, well, I just kind of went for... Um <laughs> a bit along the same sort of lines as Steve I haven't given anyone a chance to get out I've just thought up with the most brutal torture devices I possibly can cool. so I've got four okay so I've taken a bit of a uh, inspiration from medieval times and a couple of films okay so you know that bit in Fast and Furious 2 the bucket on the belly with a rat in it heats up the bucket rat right. starts to chew through okay perfect you're going for that one yeah you? brilliant Rat starts to chew through you and eats its way out through your flesh and all your guts. That's a good one. I mean, I like those medieval ones. Yeah. I've got books on them. I like reading okay. about them. Okay. For so, no reason. Just, I just like stuff like that. Get it. Eat and buy a rat through you. Okay. <laughs> yeah. now, Steve will like this one. Fresh from the Vietnam War. Bamboo torture. Okay. You heard that? Rings a bell. Okay. So you're strapped down to the ground. Yeah. They put you over a bamboo plant. You know, bamboo's the fastest growing plant. Oh, I like this one. Mm. So it grows through you and you effectively become a human flower pot. What do you reckon, Steve? Yeah, it's yeah. all right. I mean, I like the fact that no one can get out of any of these. Yeah. I, I, like, I, I like, like the fact that we fucked this one Shall I give you one where you can get out then? <laughs> no, if right. you want to bore it. Yeah, right, so <laughs> you basically stand in the middle of a room and all of your t- fingernails and toenails are hooked onto wires, like glued onto wires. And to get out, you've got to pull every single nail out of your fingers and toes. Lovely. I have to pull nails off sometimes anyway, being like an elite runner. And uh, yeah, I mean... All, yeah, all right. 20 of them? No, I mean, I wouldn't like to do that. No, no, no just the at least, black one. At least you've got a chance of getting out though, mate. <laughs> yeah, I don't know where this has gone wrong. No. I don't know where I've missed the... the, the <laughs> Well, I suppose, in fairness, the Saw film started with being escapable and then they did turn, didn't they, when the new sort of villain took over? I mean, I'm sitting here and thinking of a way out of the next one and I can't really think of it. Go on, guess your next one. Uh, It's the Nerf trap. Okay. (laughs) So, Nerf guns aimed at the eyes and mouth. Yeah. Three Nerf guns aimed at said holes, eyelids and mouth held open. Automatic trigger presses, single shots at first, but after the timer runs out, the whole mags are empty, blinding and eventually choking said victim. 
Okay. I mean, we could probably oh, muster no that one up. <laughs> oh, what, you've you got the, uh, the, the the stick things, the Nerf sticks. The, you're, on the, you're on about the actual little Nerf things. The, yeah, the, the, the things that you... <laughs> Luke, what's your next one, mate? Head crusher. Okay. So think of a vice, yeah. but not sideways, sort yeah. of more vertical. Yeah. You're, uh, you, you put your jaw on the bottom part, yeah. and slowly somebody winds the top part down. A bit casino-esque, that one. Well, eventually it'll push your teeth into your gums and turn them to powder, and then your brain will pop out after your eyes pop off. Oh, so this is such a good question, <laughs> I told you. <coughs> that we've uh, answered wrong. Yeah. So brilliant. <laughs> okay. So my next one, you can get out of this one. So you're strapped in a chair, you've got one arm free, right? And on the wall next to you, you can just reach an iris sensor, and in your hand you've got a pencil... So you've got to gouge your eye out on top of the pencil in order to put it in front of the sensor to get out. But why this is happening, there's a cone wrapped in razor wire working its way up from under the chair and into your bum hole. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it'd all be good for the film. Yeah. You know yeah, what I mean? Yeah, yeah. I, I would watch it. I would. I mean, I wouldn't watch mine. And probably, yeah. I mean, Luke's, because there is no chance of getting out. But yeah. I would watch these, mate. Yeah, I know I, you would. I would think that they'd be quite good. You probably sent me WhatsApp videos very similar with it on there, mate. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I haven't got any more. Have you, is that you done? <laughs> you got another one, Luke? Yeah, last one. By yeah. far the worst that I've heard all day. Go on. Be put into a room with five screaming toddlers. I've In fact, to... no, actually, five hyperactive toddlers. I was going to say, I've been to Sunnyback School, mate. I've, uh, I've <coughs> dealt with that one in real life. <laughs> that was the worst torture I've ever been to. Right, well, you got another one? I've got the last one, mate. Right. Just to, so you're in a room, small fire's burning, right. right? So it's getting bigger and bigger as it's engulfing more stuff. And there's a fire extinguisher on a bear trap, right? right? So you're told that you must get the fire extinguisher before the fire starts off the sprinkler system, which is filled with acid, right? But you are going to lose a limb getting the fire extinguisher. Right. You've got to choose what limb you want to lose. And try and get the fire out before the acid comes out of the sprinkler. Not bad. Not bad? Uh, no, they're good ones, mate. No, yeah. they really are, yeah. I'm sorry I fucked your question up. <coughs> That's all right. You I mean, normally do, mate. But yours was really good. That's all right. There's still torture involved, wasn't there? There was. Yeah. yeah. Admittedly, yeah. when you sent it to me, I just saw torture and thought, oh, how sadistic can I be? <laughs> yeah, pretty much. <laughs> well, there you go then, mate. Well done. Yeah, thanks for well taking the time done. to answer my question. <laughs> I know. Badly, very little probably. time. Very little time. Sorry about that. <laughs> Um, okay, mate, do you want to tell everyone after that how they can contact us on social media with such questions and all that sort of stuff? Absolutely. You can get us on Twitter or Instagram, which is at movie underscore drone or via email on moviedronepodcast at hotmail.com. Yes, you can indeed. Right, okay. So the reason that we're here, the reason that Luke's come round into this sweat box as well, uh, it's listener choice. Yes. Listener choice week, Luke. So thank you very much for You're uh, rising to the challenge. Um, what did we see, mate? We saw a film that is currently 8.4 out of 10 on IMDb. It's a PG one hour, 45 minutes, billed as an animation adventure family. With a synopsis of aspiring musician Miguel confronted with his family's ancestral ban on music, enters the land of the dead to find his great-great-grandfather, a legendary singer. With a budget of 175 million, grossing 807. This was directed by Lee Uncrick. Starring Anthony Gonzalez, Gail Garcia Bernal, Benjamin Bratt, Alana Eubank, Rene Victoria, Anna Ophelia Mogala, and Edward James Olmos. This was 2017's Coco. Full clip? Yes, I have. Never underestimate the power of music. No one was going to hand me my future. It was up to me to reach for my dream, grab it tight, and make it come true. Who's in there? I'm sorry. What's going on? I'm just dreaming. Dante, wait up! Dante? Dante? You gotta stay with me, boy. We don't know where we are. This isn't a dream, then. You're all really out there. Told you it would, didn't I? 
Yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, he was like, oh, you won't bring a clip. And I was like, of course he'll bring a clip. <laughs> Trust me. <laughs> um, okay, right. Okay, so, mate, one question that I want to ask everyone. What's the pressure like of choosing a listen-up request film? I mean, we know Tim panicked. Yeah. He? he changed his mind about 42 times, I think. He's seen those <laughs> different films. Um, and does it make you on edge and panic? No, I mean, I picked it because um, it's actually one of the only films I've watched recently, which I think I actually sat and enjoyed. I really did enjoy it. I mean, I've watched loads of films and repeats and stuff like that, but I did enjoy it. Was it a first time watch recently? No. No? No. When you've got three daughters in the house, you watch the same film over and over okay. and So over. you still enjoy this one on the rewatches? I do, yeah. yeah. I thought you just panicked and picked a kid's Nah. Film. It was the first thing that you saw in your kid's section at home. But there you go. So, um, okay, tell us what you think, mate. Luke's just opened up. He likes it. What about you? I think this is my favourite Pixar outing. I love it. Really do. Okay. By your reaction, you do not. You are very anti-children's film, though, aren't you? You can't get any joy out of anything like that. (laughs) No, okay, right. So, let's go on to me then, yeah? Go on. Right. So, in all, I mean, as we've talked about before, with some of the choices of films, I am neither a girl or a 12-year-old child, okay? So it takes an awful lot for me to like a kid's film. The one thing that I must have in a kid's film to enjoy it, especially like Pixar, is humour. So if it has a lot of humour, I'm fine with it, okay? So I enjoyed Up. I, I liked that. Um, what I mean, some of the others was it Monsters Inc. and stuff? Is that what yeah. it's called? Um, I didn't mind that. There are some Wally uh, you liked, didn't you? Wally, yeah, I like that one. A bit of humour, right? Yeah. So I think that this one was a bit too serious for me. Okay, okay, and so I'm not being nasty on kids' films, but I think it does have to have a bit of humour for me to sit down and watch a film that's made for an eight-year-old girl. Okay. No, it's actually mm-hmm. not though. I don't think, is it? No, it's a little bit older than that. Isn't it? I do. Yeah, I don't yeah. think. I think it's a bit darker. It's, I think they still kept it kid friendly, but I definitely think it's got a darker message, and there's a lot from for kids to learn off of it. See, I kind of like the fact that it was a little bit darker than the normal mm. Toy Story or you know Wally and those sort of normal Pixar films. It kind of um, it's enjoyable for the whole family, but also it sort of touches on those. Um, <laughs> those sort of awkward issues with you know people passing away, especially when you've got kids that you know have their grandparents that pass away and whatever and they sort of believe that there's something that they go to yeah so i thought that was quite nice that's one of the reasons i chose it and one of the reasons i quite like it because not long before it came out my granddad passed away who my little my eldest one was quite close to and um i think she actually found a bit of uh, a bit of positivity out of it because um she sort of believes that there's something that he's gone on to that's yeah, put a bit of pressure on you to like I mean, it. Yeah, that's, I mean, that's quite nice. I mean, yeah. it's, it's not going to turn into one of those episodes, is it? Yeah. Where we have to talk about feelings and that, because I am off. God, no. I'm gone. <laughs> no, I mean, I do get that. I think that, in a way, you do have to... I mean, for personally, I don't believe in that sort of thing, afterlife. No. Oh, no. Yeah. So I understand if it gives kids a little bit of comfort um, on there. Obviously, I don't get the same thing. Mm. So I'm basically looking at this from, did it make me laugh? What did it look like? Now, I'm not going to deny it. It looked brilliant. It looked really, really good. The film itself, the colours, everything. I'm glad that it wasn't music heavy. Exactly what I've got. I've got it. I like it's music based, but wasn't really a musical. Yeah, but it had one of the most vomit inducing scenes involving music that I've ever seen. And that was the Remember Me bit. Do you know, that won the Oscar and Golden Globe for Best Original Song for Remember Me. Did it? Yeah. I mean, I'm not surprised because it's slushy as hell. That scene for me was just too much. The music itself, I didn't like, got to be honest. Really? Okay. No, not not for me. I've got it. I've actually written the word music, horrible. Okay. (laughs) So I I just didn't like it. I mean, I... I, Fair enough. I mean, I like the Day of the Dead stuff. Um, Mm. Well, this is why when Luke said about it, I was like, oh... This I like the, might be. Uh, I like the visuals of it. Yeah. So the masks and stuff like that. Yeah. Doesn't necessarily mean that I like or I'm interested in the mythology. So. Okay. Interesting one Thanks. that mate. See, oh, the thing I like most about this is they haven't used particularly well-known voice actors. I didn't spend half of the film trying to guess who the fuck the voice of the girl was or the voice of the nan was. Well, it was praise, wasn't it, for using a full Spanish cast or something? Wasn't yeah, it? I think I think there was one actor I actually knew in this, right? But the rest of them, I've, some of them I'd heard of, some of them I hadn't. When I looked through the filmography, some I'd seen in films, but actually sitting there, I don't know whether you do it. I always lay there with the missus and I'm like, "What do I know that voice?" And then I'm trying to play guess the voice. 
And it's one of my, you know, it's one of my pet hates when they use famous people and all I can hear is that person. And actually watching this one and sitting down, I didn't have to worry about my obsessive need to know who the voices were. Right. I mean, I'll just Google it when they hear a voice. Well, I, I, do, I, I get IMDb and I'm going to go through oh. it and she's like, Jesus. But I have to play guess the voice first. It's no fun if you don't win. <laughs> right, okay. So do the kids like it, Luke? They absolutely love it. I've got do the, they? I've been made to download the soundtrack. Jesus. Not just in English, but also in Spanish. Really? Any time we go anywhere, it's, can we listen to Coco? And I uh, have to oblige. So we're driving down the road listening to... We don't have to, mate. I've got to be honest. Let me just step in here, right? Because, like, you're the adult, so uh, you don't have to. You You don't know how this works, mate. You try having three daughters. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Okay, all right, if you say so. (laughs) One thing I want to talk about. Budget. 175 million, right? This took six years in active production. Did it? Right. If you're weighing out, um, this, for me, this is not a standard Pixar film. It wouldn't have been a well-known one before. I think if they bought Coco 2L and they tried to do something, everyone would be familiar with it. But for me, this is a big risk. You're weighing out 175 million and six years of work. What happens if people don't like it? How super confident have you got to be with this film? That's a risk, isn't it? It, it? Well, I mean, it is, right? But it's a Pixar film. Yeah. Pretty sure that releasing any Pixar film, you're guaranteed to cover that. I would have thought uh, there's not a lot that would stop people. If you released it in the, the right time um, of the year or whatever, mm. school holidays or something, it's got a Pixar name on it. You put some stuff in the adverts that makes it look funny. You're going to you're gonna make back your, your $175 million regardless. Uh, well, see, I thought great story, and I assumed it was very original animation about the Day of the Dead. Yeah. Apparently, there's a film called The Book of Life, was released in 2014, which is another animation about the Book of Life. Right. It's still 7.4, I think, on IMDb, so apparently, it's still a good one. Might yeah. get that one for homework sooner or later. Right. Just a payback. <laughs> but yeah, it, I just thought that's a big, that's a huge investment. And what did they know? to sort of give them the confidence to do that. Okay. I mean, like I say, um, I stand by that it's got the Pixar name on it, so... No? You don't think? Possibly. Yeah, yeah but I mean, I mean... it's like it's like the Annabelle stuff and that. I suppose so. I suppose it does come... I'm, I'm trying to justify my point by trying to think of a really shit Pixar film, but actually there's not that many, are I mean, they? They generally find, get away with everything. Well, you probably find ones that are not so successful, but have a look and see if they don't hit... Three, four hundred million. Yeah, I suppose sure so. Licensed print money, isn't it? It is, yeah. Right, okay, so um, characters. Yeah. I wasn't endeared by many. I've got to be honest. I didn't mind the little kid. Yep. It was all right. Yep. The, obviously, the one that was maybe trying to be the funniest one. One of the funniest scenes was the, the one where the jaw dropped when he was going to get a ticket. Yeah, that got me as well. That was quite funny, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I've seen, seen that time. on something else, I think. I, mean, I suppose the, is it his real father? It was, wasn't it? The, no, the trampy yeah. looking bloke. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I suppose he was the one. Yeah. Great, great grandfather. Oh, okay. um, I suppose he was the, uh, the the one that was sort of trying to inject a little bit of humour. I thought they missed a little bit of a trick with the dog. There were so many bones around. I thought they could have done a little bit of a joke oh. with the bones. <laughs> I thought, but, I mean, maybe that would have been too... Uh, maybe that's the sort of humour I was after. Do you know what I mean? Okay. And the dog itself was nowhere near as good as Doug the dog from up i'm sorry um it was fairly funny for the first time i saw him so there wasn't really any characters that i was like you know i really want them to come back onto screen i'm not sure about you guys i love the nan i thought she was great right okay. when she when she started sort of mooching around at the end and yeah. she sort of came out of a induced old lady coma right i really like that i Did thought you? she was good yeah right okay. what about you Luke? that's it yeah I like Boney Bill, whoever his name was, the right. great great grandfather. Okay. I found the main sort of guy annoying. The kid or the villain? Uh, the main villain. Because that's where I come to, to the be. other bit. We'll get, I'll ask Luke what he thinks in a minute. The yeah. villain. But yeah, I, I Not did, good enough. No? Not villainy enough. Well, he didn't, I suppose he didn't really become a villain until late, late into the film, did he? Mm. he they, they needed to make him a hero before he turned. Mm. Like a good villain, as we've said before. What do you think of the villain? Yeah, I think, um, well, I mean, I don't know how much more villainous you want when you're throwing your great-grandson into a well, but... Uh... Quite a lot more. <laughs> <laughs> For a children's film. Yeah. No, I thought it was quite a good um, story, like Mark said. You know, they sort of made him out to be this this amazing hero person and sort of switched it at the end. And I don't the first time I watched it, I didn't actually see that coming. But Mel did tell me, my missus told me, the sort of backstory of the... Uh, 
of the film, and I kind of got a bit of an inkling, but you know, I thought it was quite a good twist. If I hadn't, if I hadn't have seen it, yeah, that would have surprised me a little bit, I think. Okay. And you like the other characters? Was they as endearing as a Monsters Inc. or a Toy Story? I mean, saying that, I suppose it's difficult to compare it because they took what billion quid. Well, or this, is, this is what I'm saying to you about the risks they took with the production and stuff because they haven't put any particularly bold characters. If you ask me the kid's name, I've got it written down here, but other than that, I wouldn't remember any character out of this. Right. And they've not gone for big, bold characters that they potentially commercialise. I haven't seen any Coco characters in the Disney shop. They have might be in there, I don't I think, know. I think I might have seen have Coco much, so yeah. I, I just don't get the feeling this film, for how much money they spent on it, how long they took on it. I know they've got shit ton of money back, but I haven't seen this film perhaps commercialised as much as a lot of the other Disney and Pixar outings. I think that's what impressed me about it so much, though, is that you know with Toy Story, you've got the characters, you've got... The places at Disneyland, you've got you know Monsters Inc. With this, I mean, we went to um, we went to Disneyland a lot after this. And you didn't see a single character, no. but I think for the fact that it didn't have as much marketing, the success that it has really impressive. Yeah, yeah I mean, but it did follow the Pixar blueprint, didn't it? I mean, hero, villain, sidekick, happy ending. Yeah, nothing out of the ordinary in the actual tale. It just did look really good. The yeah. colours and that were amazing. Do you think that basically they started out making it? and realised that the technology wasn't around to actually get the finish that they wanted, and they had to wait those years. Yeah, I mean... it was, sometimes happens. It, it was quite an intricate-looking sort of backdrop as well, wasn't it? I was sort of looking and thinking, Jesus, the amount of work that must go into one frame of mm. doing this must be absolutely phenomenal. And perhaps you are right, perhaps they had to wait for technology, perhaps they knew what they wanted, and they were just trying to refine it as it went through. Perhaps it got to a point where they was like, we need to do something more with this or make it a little bit more special. Is the um, mythology the actual mythology? I mean, I've never looked into it. Yes. So is that yeah. the idea that you have a photo and yeah, you have yeah, to have yeah, a photo, yeah. is it? Okay. Even down to the little orange petals they have. Okay. Yeah. I mean, that, I, I'd actually put marks on for them making that up. So now okay. I can take those marks off again <laughs> if it's just copying something else. But no, like I say, I mean, it's difficult for me to explain. I take it that you watched it with the kids, did you? Yes, we sat down. Okay. Saturday, I told them to help me with my homework. Right. Got to sit down and watch it. Um, one of them went, I was like, all right, well, you sit and do what you like, put it on. And then literally it was like, neither of them moved, mate, for an hour and 45 minutes. Really? Didn't move. Okay. Didn't want to watch, didn't want to watch it, but as soon as it went on, they was like, boh. It, okay. I actually um, had a look. They had really exciting story for you now, right? right? They had a salad for lunch, ham salad, <laughs> and it took the big one. 57 minutes to eat it. Right. Because <laughs> she was watching Coco. <laughs> really? I, t- I turned around and I was like, it's taking her 57 minutes to eat that. Right. And that's how mesmerised. I mean, you just, they just couldn't take their eyes. Even when the fork went down, they couldn't take their eyes off of the screen to locate the fork going in their mouth. I mean, what were the other options? Like playing with like, that ball and string no, thing that I, n- that no, I used they, to have? We said like, you can go upstairs on your pad, but if you want to go upstairs on your pad, volume's off. We don't want to be disturbed. It's movie time. Right. Movie time. And he was like, oh, I'll eat my lunch and I'll go. And they didn't move, mate. Hour and 45 minutes, didn't move. Okay. Luke? Yeah, it's a good film to put on if you want to hypnotise the kids, I must admit. I mean, whenever it's on, they, like you say, they just literally snap to the screen and they just do not take their eyes off it. I think it might be something to do with the colours. It's like hypnotising. Yeah, perhaps there is a... That's where all the work went. Yeah. They've spent like... That's how they got... How much did you say they grossed? uh, Yeah, it's because people keep watching it over and over again. They hypnotise. They can't take their eyes off the screen. (laughs) So where did you get your laughs from, boys? I mean, surely there must have been some for you. Did you find anything particularly funny? What have I missed in the way of the humour? A lot of the humour is kids' humour. The kids were giggling at right. silly things like the dog and stuff like that. Right. I didn't find any adult humour in, but I thought the storyline was more adult and the humour was more slapstick right. for kids. So I don't think it was... But I don't think there was any hidden adult jokes in there. Like Some of them do have different layers where you think, actually, there's adult jokes in there. I mean, Toy Story is a good one. That has some little adult jokes in there which South the kids Park. don't get. Yeah. <laughs> Beefs and butted, yeah, stuff like that. But yeah, no, I don't think there was two layers with it. I just thought it was a nice adult story. So you don't think I missed a lot then? You, Luke, do you think I missed any of the... I, I just didn't particularly find any of it funny no i mean i must admit that uh the the scene that got me was like you said where the guy's jaw drops off and uh, yeah. as he comes off the 
bridge at the train station yeah. thing. But I don't think I looked at it to be a funny film. I, I, it, it's just a nice watch. You know, you can sit down and I've watched it a couple of times and, and although you know exactly what's going to happen, I think it's quite nice to enjoy. I mean, there are some funny bits in it, but yeah, like Mark said, nothing that's, um, you know, nothing on the level of sort of the adult humour that you get from some of the other films. But mm. it's um, it's a good film for, for the kids to watch. They, they, they're they on stitches no matter how many times they watch it. So, okay. Yeah, I don't think you missed a lot. Okay. Perhaps you just didn't get the jokes, mate. Yeah. <laughs> I, I mean, it probably. Uh, listen, yeah. I mean, I'll say, I don't mind a good laugh at some Pixar stuff. I, mean, I have to have a bit of fun to I watch was watching a child's it. film. I did say to Mrs. I'm not sure what he's going to make out of this because I, I thought the subject matter might interest you. To a point, like I say, I'm not um, spiritually interested in it. I'm going to never believe in mm. what they actually are saying. I do applaud them for being a bit more dark and a bit more adult with yeah. it. I did have a pan's labyrinth mind for them with this, though. Yeah? Yeah, I was like, how can a dog be in the real world and the ghost world? Right. No, when we said with pan's labyrinth, the right. kid was in both worlds. Yeah. But at the end, the dog and the cat were in both worlds. Right. How's that work? I don't know. I mean, plot I'd, hole, mate. Plot it? hole. <laughs> I was like, I can't do that. I was doing so well. I thought they did miss a trick a little bit with the dog. I, I think the dog was massively underused. Yeah. I thought he was quite a funny little dog. I thought well, yeah, he had I mean, a lot was, of potential. Yeah, it, I mean, I know that they keep obviously having dogs and that. And I mean, maybe it's just me thinking completely linear about the fact that he, there was loads of bones. He could have had a bit of a <laughs> laugh. I'm surprised they didn't do it once. I kind of get the feeling that they wanted to use him a bit more, but for whatever reason, they didn't. Right. I kind of think he was set up as a as to be not a main character, but certainly a character with a bit more input. And yeah. um, for whatever reason, they didn't put it, put it in. Yeah, because he ran away from him. Perhaps we'll wait for the yeah. three hour, ten minute director yeah. cut to come out. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, you, it's all you guys. It's all you. Um, so, you got anything else to say about it, mate? I haven't got much more I can say about it. I don't think so, mate. Like I say, I just it was one of those I really enjoyed. I really like the storyline, and I think it does have. It, this is another one of those Pixar ones that does have different levels for different age groups, but not necessarily staggered in the humour. I think this is more of an adult storyline, and they've got the slapstick humour in there for the kids, and I think the kids learn a bit from it as well. Okay. Luke, closing comment? Yeah, I think um, I think they've done a very clever thing with it. They've not stuck to the whole... You know, I know they've sort of used the Pixar blueprint as it were like you say but i think they've done it slightly differently and i think they've touched on a few subjects and certainly the subject matter of the film is quite good for kids especially if they've you know like my ones lost somebody that they like they miss um and it's quite a nice um nice little thing for them to be able to imagine's happened uh, personally i don't believe in the, the afterlife the spirit world but i think if you're of an age where you're quite young and impressionable and you don't understand that process i think it's quite good for you to watch and have that um, bit of comfort knowing that there might be something okay i mean your kids have probably taken all the photos of you down you know that um i could say i thought it was different i thought it lacked the humor that i needed from a kid's film i had a bit too much emotion which you know i don't deal very yeah. too very well with um, and I thought, yeah, it's just far, far more emotional than funny. Okay. So it crossed the, the, the so You're line probably line. not wrong, mate. It's a fair description. Thank yeah. you. I'll let you have that. Yeah, okay. Yeah. Right, okay. You got any scores then, guys? Yeah. All right. I've got 83 on it, mate. Have you? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I really like it. Right. Your average is going up then on your stats. It's all about the stats, mate. <laughs> <laughs> Luke, what score you got? If I was judging on the first time I watched it, I'd say it's probably an 89. Okay. Yeah. Right. And I think it's it's not got a lot less. Okay, right, nice. Uh, I mean, I've got... Um, have you got your guns? Your guns are all right, yeah? <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah, you ain't got them, mate. 59. Ouch, right. ouchie, ouchie, okay. ouchie. I mean, it's never going to be a film for me. If I'd never seen Up or whatever, you'd give me Up. I'd be far more happy with that one. Okay. I would find that far oh, more of a better film. Um, yeah, sorry about that, mate. A bit too no. emotional, not funny enough for me. Okay. 59 and <laughs> right. fucking Sorry average is coming right down mark can't <laughs> wait to get that in the spreadsheet all right okay guys have you watched anything else luke yes i Guess have first watched. mate you fill your boots i watched kingsman last night oh the first one taron. Yeah, yeah yeah old taron taron edgerton you or edgerton mate Sorry, Kingsman. Yeah, seen? it's in both. Good yeah, fun, the third eh? one's due out. Is it this uh, September? Good oh, really? fun, yeah. That is exactly. It's a fun film. There's not yeah. much, um, not much of a great story to it, but I think it's quite a nice. Again, it's just a nice film to watch and sit and relax to, maybe even fall asleep, exactly as I did last night. <laughs> yeah. but, it's in the uh, second one. Yeah, the second one's a bit. Mm, yeah. yeah, yeah, it's not. No, the first one was much better. Hopefully, they redeem themselves with the third one. And I watched uh, Faster with The Rock. 
Okay. Have you oh. seen that? I think I have. I mean, Sorry I've seen that. quite a few. <laughs> I've put quite a few of his films on before. I think I probably have. Yeah. yeah. Has he come out of prison or something? Uh, yeah. So he, yeah. So he gets um, the the basis is that he goes on this robbery and it goes bad. And he gets done over by another crew and he gets shot in the head and uh, he's in hospital and he survives and then he takes revenge on right. the rest of the the people that uh, set him up. And okay. there's quite a nice twist at the end, which um, I mean I saw coming from a mile off. But if you're into that sort of film where you can just sit back, watch mindless violence, and have a little bit of a foreseeable twist at the end then it's a great film but yeah. again it's a nice film to watch and fall asleep to excellent you seen anything yes mate what? I watched Bodyguard did you the missus wanted to watch Bodyguard has she never seen it yeah oh okay it, it, I think it, that and Pretty Woman's like her go to films but right. I do hog the TV because we watch a lot of films mate and I do have to occasionally turn around and take one for the team although right. I really like it I mean I've only got it at an 80 oh, yeah. Mission Impossible Fallout Rewatched that come onto Netflix. I had that at a 60 when we went and watched it. Did you? Yeah. That up, low? Yeah, that low. I'm up to yeah, a 76, yeah. mate. Oh, yeah? Yeah, I really enjoyed it second time around. 60? I had it at a 60. I don't know what I was thinking, if I'm honest. Well, it's a man's film, isn't it? Yeah, well, obviously, I've got more manly. Look at me <laughs> with my manly hair. And then I watched Panic Room. Right. I forgot how good that was, you okay. know. I, I actually watched it. I, it's been a while since I'd seen it. And the first 20, 25 minutes, I actually felt a decent amount of anxiety whilst they were sort of mooching around the house. And I was right. like, actually, I forgot how good this is. Is that the one where she moves into the new house? It's like yeah. a massive house. And Jodie yeah. Foster and yeah, her baby, yeah. Kristen Stewart. I got that at 78. Okay. I mean, it's quite a good film. Yeah. You are right, mate. Mm. You are right. That's it. Is it? Yep. Okay, right, I saw It too again, mm. all fucking three hours of it. Jesus. Um, 62, I don't know what I gave it last time, I, I don't want to ask you, this stats thing, yeah. right, you did it, and I thought it, I, I mean, I nearly fell asleep, but like since then, and you put those stats out, yeah. I actually find them a little bit interesting. Oh um, no. So I know, it's really you weird. You're admitting that, well, no. are you going to edit this bit out? <laughs> No, no. I'm scoring this, right? I scored it too. And the first thing I thought was, fuck, I wonder what I scored that last mm. time. I mean, I didn't bother opening the copy that you sent me. I'm not mm. that interested. Mm-hmm. But, um, what about but, the yeah. one I printed you off? No, not interested no. really in actually looking. But it actually crossed my mind to think about looking. I'm going to have to print enough? a big one out and put it on the wall. You need to stick yeah, it on the wall yeah. as yeah. a poster. Yeah, we'll have it as a reference. Yeah. So yeah, 62, I uh, didn't really uh, go much on that. And I watched a film, I'm not sure really how to discuss this one, because I don't want to annoy people, but I watched a film called Undercover Brother 2. Okay. Right? Now, I was thinking it was like a sort of uh, black exploitation sort yeah. of spoof thing, a little bit like um, Don't Go Messing in South Central and stuff like yeah. that. I'm trying to work out whether it's racist. I, I watched it and I couldn't believe that it was a recent film that had been made. The villain is a homophobic... Uh, racist sort of white supremacist hates literally every minority it's just very weird i don't know whether it's supposed to be offensive i don't find it offensive i don't find white chicks offensive i guarantee you someone out there does mate yes this is exactly what i'm thinking i didn't mind it it's it's shit i mean i've got 20 on it it's shit i mean it is shit yeah but i don't know whether it's quite offensive to some people yes i'd like to to actually read up a bit. I haven't had time to actually read up a bit about it to find out whether people are finding it offensive or not. Yeah, it takes a lot to offend us, doesn't it? Oh, yeah, me, I don't care. Yeah. I mean, I don't care. But I, I, sh- I showed Jill and she understood what I was talking about. So I'd just be interested. I'm going to do a bit of research and see what mm. sort of reviews it's got. I mean, it is rubbish. Yeah. It really is rubbish. It's just very, very weird film. Okay. All right. I might give that one a miss. Yeah, I would. Okay, so do you want to move on? Let's do it, mate. Right, this is the next section. This is the section that we like to call... Homework. tried to call you out honestly you prick i'm gonna watch you all the time now (laughs) so this is the section where we give each other films uh, ones that we love the other one hasn't seen in the hope of uncovering hidden gems what did you give me this week mate i gave you a film that's currently five out of ten on imdb is an 18 one hour 38 minutes built as a crime drama with a synopsis of benjamin a boy bullied for his jewish faith takes up boxing as a means of self-defense 
alienating himself from his religious community. As an adult caught between the two worlds, his desperation to provide for his family becomes a catalyst for a devastating series of events that ensures he may never find the acceptance he's always craved. Starring Stephen Graham, Michael Smiley and Rebecca Callard, no budget but a huge box office return of $4,077. This was 2015's Orthodox. Okay. Right, I mean, uh, I, I really wanted to like this one. In fact, probably, let's put it this way, I really want to like one of your homework films. Okay. All right? I am really, really, I sat down, really looking forward to it, thought Stephen Graham, like a bit of Stephen Graham. Yeah. It's going to be good, a bit of fighting and that. Yeah. Excellent. Right, okay. So getting down to it, it was a good performance by Stephen Graham. Yeah, undoubtedly. Uh, he's always pretty solid. I think he's in that new Tom Hanks film, is it? Was it Greyhound, I think? Yeah, he's in. yeah. Man. So uh, looking forward to maybe seeing that. I thought that I was going to learn a little, not learn a little bit, but be involved a little bit more with uh, stuff about the Jewish faith and yeah. the Jewish um, practices and the beliefs. Um, didn't really get a lot of that. Wasn't really a lot about it. Like the Jewish people were sort of more gangstery, weren't they? Yeah, Do you know yeah, what I mean? So yeah. you didn't really get that underlined. And I thought it was difficult to get into. And the reason what, well, actually, I was getting into it. And then it started to go a little bit wrong. And what took me out of it is the very quick cuts and the lack of information yeah. that was cut from it. So, i.e., we had, it was okay right up to the point where he went into prison. Yeah. And, I mean, I didn't mind the fact that you sort of like only found out afterwards quickly where he said there was people in there. Yeah. I thought that was a little bit of an alarm bell. I thought, why didn't they actually show something you know what i mean rather than him just saying it i thought it might be down to budget maybe yeah. they didn't want to show people burning yeah. to death or whatever down to budget and then he sort of had him coming out of prison well yes you saw the bit obviously the the the, the rape scene yeah. not very nice i thought the the villain bloke was pretty good yeah, yeah played it quite well i don't know his name actually michael smiley was it okay yeah i thought he was quite good but then you actually got the bits that started to um, take me out of it. And so Stephen Graham came out and he went to a different house. I thought, what's yeah. going on? Like, you know what I mean? What's, yeah. what's happening here? And then it sort of didn't say anything uh, about why he wasn't going home to his wife and kids and stuff. And then all of a sudden, sort of like out of the blue, they mentioned that she's killed herself. Yeah. And what then happened was that it was a lot of really quick cuts from then on yeah. and I thought why am I not getting more of that information why is it just like oh she killed herself and that's it and it took me out of it the information that was cut out of it I needed more of that mm -hmm. in there yeah. to be able to stick with the story because yeah. I got quite confused as to what's going on yeah. and it's a very basic story and I don't think it benefited from confusing its audience mm -hmm. do you get what I mean absolutely okay I didn't quite get enough fighting action. I thought the yeah. fighting action wasn't too bad. Would have liked to have seen a bit more of that. Would have liked to have seen him a bit more focused on that. I quite liked the kid. I thought he was all right. Yeah. The young kid, um, he played it good. Actually, I thought he was a shit actor to start with. But then when he was asked to be, play vulnerable, I think he did. Yeah. Because I think he was actually, I think he benefited from not overthinking the, the acting role mm -hmm. and being not that good an actor. I thought he ended up playing it quite well. And yeah, I just found that it seemed like all the important stuff I wanted to see and I needed to see was on the cutting room floor. Yeah. I, don't, I don't know if I've, have I missed it. No, or was no, it edited but this, like this is, uh, this is uh, I don't know if have you seen this one, Luke? No, no. No, this is one. No one has. <coughs> well, yeah, pretty much. I caught this one on Amazon and for some reason I put it on and I thought, that's right, I'll fall asleep. And I could, I ended up watching the whole thing and I was quite happy watching the whole thing. And then I got to the end and I was like, that was so close to a good film, yeah. which is why I thought, I'm going to bring it to you, because I, I enjoyed it. I thought it would be a good conversation anyway. Yeah. Um, and I just thought, I agree, they missed some bits. And I struggled, because I thought, oh, he's going home to his missus. And I think they missed a thing of showing him being told that his missus has yeah, sort I, of I didn't killed herself. Um, and explain a bit more that he was in, because the Jewish guy had put him up into a house one of their community yeah, houses yeah it's also we find out that he's his dad later on and there was yeah. no indication of that until like some bloke just read it out and yeah. then like no, no consequence from it really no. of us finding out that he's his father you might as well not have bothered saying it yeah I mean it's sort of I, I did learn a bit more about the Jewish faith through it than I knew oh. about sort of how close the community is and stuff like that I thought the ending was a bit shit yeah um, if I'm honest but I sort of got to the end 
and it, I thought it had a nice, or I say nice, I thought it had a clever aura about it. Oh. I thought it had a, a decent feel to the film, and I liked the way they'd filmed it and the score that was in it. And I thought it was so nearly there. Yeah. It, it's one of the few, perhaps they could have been less arty with it and put another 20 minutes of extra scenes in to clear everything up. First 15 minutes I was in, mate. First yeah. 15 minutes I thought to myself, do you know what, I'm going to like this. A bit yeah. of a drama. Don't yeah. normally do dramas. I thought it's going to be all right. And then it just started to get so confusing. Yeah. Completely took me out of it. Um, I mean, he was never getting on that plane looking like that. No. You know what I mean? Not at the end. Well, many, really normal people don't walk across airfields no. to get to the plane. <laughs> you even. Really you normally go through the, the terminal building. <laughs> can't run across the Gatwick at 2015. No. But, I, I, but I mean, I do think... Normally, I'm saying all oh, these series would make a good film. Perhaps this film would have made a good series so that they could have stretched it out a little bit more. Yeah, actually, you might be right. Yeah, yeah. Um, but not. I don't think it's a complete train wreck. It it's could have not. been. Well, we, it, hmm, it is. Yeah. It is for me. Right. It totally ruined uh, okay. what I thought I was going to enjoy. Yeah. So first <laughs> 15, 20 minutes, I was thinking, "Yep, yeah, that's cool." But it, it did ruin it for okay. me with with all of these bits being cut out. Right. I've got to be honest. Okay. Fifty-five. I'll take that, mate. That's five above um, IMDb. It is, yeah. That's but bringing that your been, average yeah. right up. <laughs> that could have easily been early 70s. Yeah. Starting. Yeah, but it needed a little bit more to it, I agree. Yeah. You just got to a point and just went, oh, wife dead. Yeah. Oh, right, okay. Yeah. All right, suicide. It oh, was, right. it was yeah. close to being dad. a good film, wasn't it? Yeah, yeah, very much so. Yeah. Very much so. Right, okay. I don't watch that. I wouldn't watch that, Luke. No. I've got to be honest. No, I, I don't think so. I think you'd be disappointed. I might have to go and watch it now. Yeah. <laughs> you'd be the third person. Yeah. yeah. It's on Prime. All right. I yeah. gave you a 2019 film directed by Jim Jarmusch, written by Jim Jarmusch, and this is a cast for you. Starring Bill Murray, Adam Driver, Tilda Swinton, Chloe Savine, Steve Buscemi, Danny Glover, Caleb Landry-Jones, Rosie Perez, Iggy Pop, Sarah Driver, RZA, Carol Kane, Selena Gomez, and Tom Waits. Running time of 103 minutes with a box office of 14. $15.9 million, 5.5 on IMDb, 55% on Rotten Tomatoes, with a synopsis of the peaceful town of Centerville finds itself battling a zombie horde as the dead start rising from their graves. I gave you 2019's The Dead Don't Die. Yeah, you did. And this is my uh, risk. Okay. Yeah. We've both said that it was a risk. Absolutely. I've heard some interesting thoughts on this yeah, film. Yeah, yeah. It was a risk. I, yeah. I, I, I don't deny this film was so much better than I expected. Really? Yeah. I had I had really good fun with this. Right. I really did have fun. Far from the best film I've seen. No. It ain't going to hit the heights of... Um, it gets some really bad reviews. Yeah, it's not going to hit the heights of last week. But I don't think it deserves... I, I don't think people get this film. No. It's I, a I very, think if you don't get it, you don't get yeah, it. It's and a, it's going to be the shit. The director is like a, a bit of... You call it a Marmite, don't you? Mm. So. You seen this one, Luke? No. <laughs> no, this is, this is one, again, we was going to go and see together, wasn't we? Yeah. So I did not to, and then we heard the smashing it was getting, so you risked it to watch it, yeah. and I'm really glad you did. Okay. Um, I thought Adam Driver was fucking brilliant. I thought he was so dry. I've used this term before, but he was so dry, he was desiccated. But I thought it was he was easily my favourite. Right. He was just so deadpan. He was a slow, ambly one. Yeah, it didn't really, it, it sort of took its time to get anywhere. Yeah. But I loved it. I thought it was really good. So I've got, it deserves more than the IMDb score, but can't help but think people just don't get it. And it's not that they're dumb, it's just a very particular type of humour. Well, Bill Murray, I mean, what can you say? Adam Driver, I mean, he's... he's I want to know how you direct Bill Murray. <laughs> I'd love to be on, on set. <laughs> I, I can imagine him just being a fucking loose cannon. Yeah. And just, like, the director just going, do what you like. <laughs> do what you like. I love the way they reference, like, the meta bits where they reference the script and they reference... The full fall break. I didn't yeah. know if you'd like that. Oh, yeah, I they thought do it was brilliant. Full, when really when he was badly. like, what's his, where have I had this song before? And he's like, at the beginning of the movie. Yeah. <laughs> I thought, it was fucking brilliant. When they're referencing the singer, yeah. when he says about the director and he goes, I've had a bad feeling about this, I told you. And he was like, how? And he goes, well, the director, Jim, told me. <laughs> and he's like you got all the script yeah and it, I thought that was brilliant okay all I right. thought it was great I like the tiny details though someone had really put some effort into the small details like Rosie Perez becoming Josie Dapez or something like that and I just changed one letter out of her name UPS becoming WPS yeah. um, I thought that was really good the scene with the they look like they've been killed by a wild animal yeah. or several wild animals Probably took about 10 minutes to get through, but I was with it for every part of it. When he turned up in his smart car, when she turns up in her Prius, I, it was just great. I, I like Tilda Swinton's character. Okay, I was, I, that's the one I was probably a bit worried about. 
she was realistically didn't work with the film and was totally out of balance with the film. But it was mad enough that I thought it worked. Selena Gomez is lovely anyway. Iggy Pop, I thought was great. <laughs> he was just fucking brilliant. And they get in the coffee. Yeah, I just had good fun with it, mate. Okay. I'm, I'm quite fancy watching this one again. I'm sure I'm going to own this one. Oh, yeah? um, oh really? You probably I'd, picked it up cheap, this one. Yeah, this I'd imagine so. But I thought Adam Driver was fucking brilliant. <laughs> yeah, I think he is. His good. sense of humour. How, the, how they got through some of them scenes without laughing at each other. I'm sure Bill Murray could do it because I can imagine he's like that all the time. Um, I think it showed a lot of Bill Murray's real personality. But Adam Driver, how he kept his straight fire. I'd love to see the. Uh, the blooper reel of this because right. I bet there's loads. Okay, but I've got 76 on it, mate. Have you? Well yeah. done, mate. No, I was a bit of a risk that one. Yeah. I was a little bit wo- not worried because this is what it's all about, yeah. and it like I'd love to uh, give it higher, but realistically, no, it's, it's a 76 much. film no, for me. I don't much, think right. it's a 55 film. No, I think whoever's having that is taking the piss. It's, it's yeah. I mean, there are some certain fun bits. I suppose you've got to love Bill Murray's humour because yeah. Adam Driver's roughly the same. You know what I mean? You've got to love that drive. It was brilliant. Film. Great fun. Excellent. Right. What you got for me next week, then, mate? I've got you a film that's currently five point nine out of ten on IMDb. It's a fifteen one hour forty eight minutes build as an action adventure drama with a synopsis of an underwater cave diving team experiences a life threatening crisis during an expedition to the unexplored and least accessible cave system in the world starring Reese Wakefield Alice Parkinson and Richard Roxburgh 30 million dollar budget and this grows to 109 this is 2011's Sanctum oh a little bit of a uh, like a diving film <laughs> I was trying to think of the word like an action sort of yeah yes. one of those sort of yeah. things yeah not bad mate well yeah. done well yeah. done good this is I've got, I'm taking a big risk on this one mate okay yeah so um, this is a German comedy Okay. Um, which is That's a bit uh, of a paradox, yeah. though, right, isn't it? <laughs> yeah. um, 2016 film directed by Marin Aid, written by Marin Aid, starring Peter Simonet. I can't see, this is going to be a nightmare. Peter Simonet, Sandra Huller, Ingrid Bisu, Michael Winterborn, Thomas Liobl, Tristan Putter, Heydrich Minis, Lucy Russell, Vlad Enovov. And Victoria Cassia. Why are you doing the accent? <laughs> That's what I was thinking. It just Why are they out. Swedish? It, like... just, it just came out. <laughs> so... <laughs> what am I? Oh, dear. Running time of 162 minutes, so that'll take oh, the fucking man, yeah. smile off your face, won't it? Budget of 3 million euros with a box office of $11.7 million. 7.4 on IMDb, 93% Rotten Tomatoes, with a synopsis of a practical joking father tries to reconnect with his hard-working daughter by creating an outrageous alter ego and posing as her CEO's life coach. Okay. Um, this is 2016's Tony Erdman. Hmm. Never heard of it. No. I mean, it won five awards at the 29th European Film Awards. Best film, first for a film directed by a woman, best director, best screenwriter, best actor, and best actress. Right. It also won the European Parliament Lux Award. Cool. It was nominated for the Best Foreign Language Film at the 89th Academy Awards, but lost to Iran's The Salesman. Well, a lot of your risks are paying off recently, mate. So well, let's find out if this, this one one's does. a real, 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 real risk. <laughs> Sounds it. Um, yeah, so, uh, yeah, German comedy. There you go. Okay. All right. <laughs> Terrific. Right, okay. Next week's main. Yes, mate. What are we doing? Andromeda Strain. We are. Another we- guest. Yeah. Miles is joining us. Mike Stand. Mike Stand Mike is coming Stand on live to discuss the Andromeda strain. See, I haven't seen this one. Okay. And I'm really... It's one of those that I should have seen. Yeah. Uh, I think I've seen some of the other ones from yeah. that sort of era. Um, but I really want to see the Andromeda Likewise, strain. Likewise, mate. It's a first time watch for me too. Is it? Yeah. So, really good. Looking yeah. forward to that. So, there we go. Right, mate. After all that, do you want to tell people that they can get us on social media? Yes, mate. They can get us on Twitter or Instagram, which is at movie underscore drone or via email on movie drone podcast at hotmail.com can indeed well luke thank you very much for coming in mate sorry no, you thank had you to f- sit through the homework bit you know what i mean yeah, sorry. It's, uh it's i didn't uh, have much to contribute there <laughs> no that's fine i mean like i say we, they were big risks i wouldn't have probably recommended them to anybody before no. we saw them, you know what i mean no. so, especially this one <laughs> <laughs> yeah so uh yeah so thank you very much for coming on, mate. Welcome, mate. You yeah, got anything you want to plug, like a nerfing group or anything you want to say hello to or anything like that? No, I mean, just want to invite you down, mate. No one listens, mate. <laughs> right. that, yeah. Skip through that. Yeah, yeah. Just, just want to invite you down, I mate. don't mind coming, mate. Listen, I've done it all before. Do you know cool. what I mean? I've, I've we'll get you involved. But saying it and doing it is two different things. Yeah, okay. No, what did we say? What did I say that I would, um, that I would come down? If what? 
I think you said if I come on the podcast. Yeah. Do we? Yeah, oh. if Luke comes on the podcast. Oh, interesting. <laughs> well, here I am. I'll have to check back. What episode yeah. was that? Oh, God. don't know. I'll find oh, it, mate. Yeah. Fucking trust me, I'll find it. I've listened to about 102 yeah. of the bastard things over the last okay. couple of weeks. You find it, yeah. and I probably will. Okay. All right. Cool. Okay. I'm just going to run fast. If I just run fast, right? You make yourself a bigger target. Do you? Yeah. Yeah, but I can run quite fast. Yeah, but you... Yeah. Like, quite fast. Not you know I mean? faster than one of the BBs. Don't I would reckon. You'd, you'd still have to aim properly. I don't know whether you'd aim Come properly. Come up past nine. Can you pretty, run yeah. faster than 500, meet, 500 foot per second? No. Oh, but you <laughs> you'd still have to aim. You'd still have to judge my velocity oh, I'll get in you. order to shoot in front. I'll get you. Luke, See, <laughs> by half past nine, that prick could be sitting in medical with a knife pack on his <laughs> knee. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah, I can't put me. I've got races in that. Maybe yeah. I can't come. Right, okay. So thank you very much for coming, Luke. It's been lovely to have you. Um, not so much you, mate. No, it's okay. appreciated. Right. Um, barbers are open. You know that. Yeah, I'm growing it out, mate. Please don't. I'll look like a fucking rock star. <laughs> Please don't have I've a I've said to butt. someone at work this week, I'm growing it out because I look like a rock star. And I went, movie star, maybe, not a rock star. Sweet. So the elephant like a fucking man. movie star. <laughs> the elephant man. Always, that's a face, mate. That's always look like that. <laughs> right, okay. So, you all done? Yes. Right, okay. Thank you very much again, Luke. Thank you very much, everyone who's listened. And uh, say goodbye, Mark. Goodbye, Mark. Say goodbye, Luke. Goodbye, Luke. See you later, everybody. Bye-bye. Bye. Bye. Hey, mate, <laughs> what's see-through and smells of carrots? Uh, I don't know. A rabbit's fart. See, like... What? A rabbit's fart. See, like, the, the intro to that, yeah, it was the expectation... Right, I've got a better one. I've got a better one. Right, you can, you can um, tumbleweed that one. Right. I really laughed at that one. Well, no, no, the expectation was brilliant. I <laughs> thought I was going to laugh at the start. And uh-huh. it was just so, I've watched Mary Poppins so much recently... I suffer from a rare condition with my sight. It's called umdiddly-dumdi-eye. Pricks, <laughs> Perry, you I'm telling you now. I'm telling you now, they are fucking good jokes. I don't even get I, it. I didn't get um, it umdiddly-dumdi-eye. Umdiddly-dumdi-eye. I don't know the song, but... Yeah, umdiddly-dumdi-eye. Oh, right. Umdiddly-eye. Yeah, it's not as funny when you have to explain it. No, I know. It's not as funny when people don't get it. Can I do a joke? Oh, Yeah, go on. My friend had his car stolen in a multi-story car park the other day. Ooh. That sort of crime is wrong on so many levels. <laughs> <laughs> You're such a prick. Such a prick. You two have fucking planned that. When I went in with my nosebleed, it was... Brilliant. Brilliant, Luke. Brilliant. You can write some for Mark for next week. Yeah, well, don't worry. Well done, mate. Well, well done. <laughs>